Hello, everybody. Welcome to RNG PC. We are a D&D podcast, but there is no long, drawn-out campaign here. We are creating random PCs that have fleshed-out backstories. Last week, Jake brought to the table all the traits and characteristics that we have used the least. We ended up with a gnome artificer. Today, we have me, Nate, creating a brand new character for us to explore. Welcome again to our show. Say hello to my co-host. His name is Jake. How's it going, Jake? I, yeah, I don't like the second welcome. The second welcome. Like, I know we've been working on that every week and trying to get better at the intro part of it. It's the second welcome. Like, we were, you said the welcome in the beginning. You don't have to say welcome what if, again. What if I just say, you're welcome? Oh, I mean, what can you say? But, you know, you're welcome. I mean, I'm super hospitable. I want to make sure that they know they're welcome here. Hospitable. Have you seen the Instagram video of The Rock singing uh, You're Welcome to His Daughter? He does it all the time. So I'm just, just, I'm just asking. I apologize for assuming that you just constantly watch all of Dwayne the, John, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's content. I should have known I better. I mean, I, I know, but I don't know if the people at home knew. God. His daughter doesn't believe that he's Maui. He's no. still like, nah. <laughs> but but one of them, I think one of his daughters just turned three, and she's starting to believe that he's Maui. So yep. she asked him if he knew Aquaman. <laughs> oh yeah. And because of that, he had to have Jason Momoa call his yep. daughter. Yeah. And if you're birthday. Jason Momoa, you of course fuck you. Like you have to. Like the hierarchy of who, like the calling of like people there. Like there's only a few people above Momoa, and Dwayne Johnson is one of them. It's like if that yeah. person reaches down to you, you're like, well, this is got to do this. It's got to happen. <laughs> I mean, I don't think Maybe, he's mad about it. No, definitely not. I mean, if The Rock asks you to do anything, you do it. Because if The Rock's name is on it, it's going to be successful. I mean, do you remember his first movie? Do you remember seeing him in Mummy 2? Sc- Scorpion, Scorpion King. King. <laughs> and it wasn't The Mummy 2. We already had a Mummy 2. He's, the first thing he's in is at the very end of The Mummy 2 and The Scorpion King. Oh, you're King. right. Then he's he made his own standalone. He's in the yeah, very you're right, beginning. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but his first standalone movie where he's yes. the star was the yes. Scorpion King. Imagine yeah. imagine watching that movie as what, like a nine, ten year old kid and being like, This guy this guy might run for president one day. <laughs> <laughs> um but he made a lot of he made some good movies after that one. I mean Walking Tall's a really good one of his first three movies, as well as sure. um it's called The Rundown, I think, with Sean Rundown's William Scott. Rundown's also fun. Better. Got the thunder. Uh, the thunder. The Walking Tall is not as good as the Rundown. Walking, Walking Tall is a remake. remake. Yeah. It's a remake of an older movie. And it's just, uh, it's fine. It's generic. Even the rundown's somewhat generic. They're similar in their overall, like, tone. But, like, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. For me, though, anytime we talk about The Rock and his early film stuff, the biggest question for me is always the film Southland Tales. Not Have Doom? I, not he Doom. He was in the Doom movie. Doom, Doom made sense. I understand what happened in the movie. It's bad. <laughs> it's, it's not, you know, what we wanted. But... I at least understand that movie. I know why The Rock's in it. I get what's going on. Cool. <laughs> Southland Tales has none of those things. It's no. a movie that like I'm almost afraid to say I don't get because it feels like a smart person movie. It's like reading Shakespeare and being like, no. I understand these words, but the f- what? <laughs> I think Southland Tales tried to be a smart person movie and fell f- very, There's very There's so flat. many people in it. There's so many different people. Sean William Scott also in it. Uh, uh, Kevin Smith Justin, also in it. The Rock, Ju- Justin in it. Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. That's yeah. There's a random musical number in the middle of that fucking movie. Yeah, dude. He's got soul. And he's not a soldier. He's, yeah, he's singing the Killers. He's not even singing a Justin Timberlake song. And it's in an arcade. And he has an eye patch. And there's dancing nurses around him. You're and really, it's about World War Three. 
your confusion about this movie is very passionate. It is because it gets to the end and it's just like and like I, I didn't he didn't kill and he did and he's like he doesn't kill himself because he's a pimp and pimps don't commit suicide. And then Shaw William Scott falls off the top of a flying ice cream truck. Yeah. Th- that this is that movie. Yeah. And, and you're confused what what part are you confused about? Why anybody did it? <laughs> why anyone who, read who, the script and was like, "Yes." Who yes. so I think when that movie first came out, you and I didn't care about these things as much or didn't realize how important they are. Who directed that movie? I have no idea. And I don't want to it. I, I'll, probably the same person. I will bet you money it was the same person. But yeah, So I, maybe that person was somebody. I don't know. If, if I ever am in a situation where I talk to The Rock or am able to meet a child that is dying that has a make-a-wish thing and can convince them to talk to The Rock, oh I God. want the question to be, does he know what Southland Tale was about? Just saying. Just yeah, I mean it's a that's I I am with you in the fact that I have running questions. If I if I could ask certain celebrities one question, sure. what would it be? And that's mm-hmm. definitely the one I would ask The Rock as well. I agree. For Michael or Sean Sarah? William Scott, sure, yeah, either one. For I have one for Michael Sarah, and that would be okay. Was the trade off in uh, uh, This Is the End with Rihanna worth it? <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Because you know he says yes. Well, because and for anyone that doesn't know at home, in that movie, it's 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 a big party of everyone like in the world ends kind of, and so Michael Sarah and Rihanna are there playing themselves, and Michael Sarah slaps Rihanna's ass, and she turns around and punches him, and so that's what was written. And on set, Michael Sarah was like, or yeah, Michael Sarah was like, hey, do you mind if I like actually slap your ass? Or I mean, fake it and kind of do whatever. She's like, you can really slap my ass if I can really punch you, and he's like. Deal. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> so, but you know Rihanna's... I mean, come on. She can fucking... She's got a hook. There's no way that what, doesn't hurt. What kind of... Sh- okay, it definitely hurts. Like, being punched hurts in general. However, what kind of shoes was she wearing? Because if she's wearing Ooh, heels, fair. you lose a lot of your power. I don't know, though. I, I, it, and I'm going to go on a limb here. I'm going to say, in that scene, I was not paying attention to what was on her feet. It's not my thing. I know. It's not my... For, for sure, kink, and I'm, so. I definitely don't know what she was wearing either, and I don't yeah. know why you always have to make it a kink thing. <laughs> Jesus feet, Christ. Because feet are always a kink thing. <laughs> no, they're not. Feet. Everyone has feet. Yeah, and a portion of the population loves that. Regardless, <laughs> if she was in heels, the science says a lot of your power in a punch comes from your the feet up, so it could sure. have not hurt as bad as it could have hurt. Sure. Still definitely hurt. Either way. This was not the only totally topic it. I wanted to talk about, though, either. But I'm glad we're here. What was it? What do you want to talk Speaking about? Speaking of The Rock. Another... That's what you wanted to talk about? No. I'm trying to make a segue here, so stop interrupting. Speaking of The Rock, in other giant, strong men characters, have you watched Invincible yet? It was bad. It no. Good. Invincible's good. You should check it out. Why don't you just ask me, have you watched Invincible Because I wanted it to be a segue. I wanted it to be seamless, and you're addressing it. It's like when someone farts. Like, it's only awkward if you talk about it. Okay, let me ask you this question. How often in day-to-day conversation do people segue into next topics of conversation? One, I try to do it all the time. Two, this is a podcast. It's different. Is that why no one talks to you? (laughs) I mean, to be fair, I've been isolated for a long time. So, yeah. That's, you know. (laughs) All I know is Zoom. (laughs) <laughs> um no i've not watched invincible yet i okay. don't have a lot of time i probably never will to be, i'm gonna be honest with you i'm probably not going what? to why it's only like it's like eight episodes not even and it's good yeah. i know it pro- i know i probably they're I'm making a movie out of it too i'm happy for kevin what well, james and whatever his name is and St- Stephen young you know what? kevin james Smith. 
Kevin Smith. Whatever his name is. Yeah, sure. Who are you trying to think of here? Kevin Smith. Why? why? He has nothing. That's the writer and director of uh, Clerks. Isn't that also who? Oh, it's Robert Kirkman. There it is. So I didn't know if you were trying to think of the writer. I didn't know where you were trying to go with this. I was like, I'm sure Kevin Smith maybe did something with Invincible because it's up his alley as far as like, Oh, he might have like had a review on it on his Fat Man on Batman podcast, but like, <laughs> yeah, my bad. Regardless, I just TV. If my wife doesn't want to watch it, the odds of me watching it decrease heavily. So the time I spend with her is watching Ink Master right now because mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. shows hella awesome. Sure. And yeah. after I, after we watch one episode of Ink Master, she's tired and she goes to the bed, and then I grind for like an hour and then I go to bed. I'm glad you're still working on your twerking. That's good. I am. I auditioned <laughs> for another audiobook last night. None of my other one's Ooh. done. Ooh, very It's cool. a sex book, so I kind of hope it's I get it. It's a sex book. Yeah, the word juices is used a lot, Juice. and um, f- the word firm is used a lot. Are they firm um, juices? No, the juices oh. are not firm. Well, that's it's not real. Kind of it's thing. real raunchy. Like, the, so <laughs> every once in a while, um, like when you... When, <laughs> When you audition for books on, on ACX, sometimes they give you just a chapter and that's all they upload. And sometimes the author uploads the entire book. So if, if the author uploads the entire, the entire book, it's typically common to just to record like the first chapter chapter and chapter. or ten chapter. Chapter. Chapter and or ten, the first ten minutes, whichever comes first. Um, so I did that. I recorded the first chapter because it was about ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So whatever, banged it out. And then I was like, okay, where's the sex? So I, it was in a, it was, it was in a word document. So I control F'd and searched the word fuck, and I looked wow. for like the first sex scene I could, and I read like the first few pages of a pretty raunchy sex scene, and I'm like, if I get this book, I'm gonna have to read that and not make a joke out of it. Well, I was gonna say, are you able? I don't know your current setup or what you have going on over there, but like, are you able to record with a massive erection? Like, is that possible? Like. I don't think uh, reading <laughs> words is gonna get gonna do it for me. Whoa! As someone but. that has tinkered in sexting, it can happen. It's a, it's a thing. <laughs> That's different because sexting normally leads to actual sex. But anyway, if done properly. <laughs> anyway, do you have anything else you'd like to talk about? Or just I'm sorry I ruined your intro topic. Yeah, you did. Well, no. What I was gonna say is last thing on this. I know you watch the boys, and so according to your formula here, Chelsea also watched the boys. Your wife. Yep. Did she enjoy La Boys? Yes. So then she might enjoy La Invincible. I mean, maybe, but it's also animated, and you know how that gets a bad rep. Like, hey, you, if I asked her, hey, you want to watch this cartoon with me? I'd be like, nah. I'd rather right. watch One Tree Hill, and then I'll fucking do bad things. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, I saw the <laughs> wheels spinning. That's what's so great now about recording this on Twitch and seeing your face now the whole time. I guess I did before, too, but now everyone else can also see it. If you'd like to see Nathan's <laughs> wheel spinning as he's trying to figure out a way to not say something completely offensive on the internet, check us out on Twitch. <laughs> RNGPC. You know, you, know, you know the one good thing about the television show called One Tree Hill? Is it that there's a tree on a hill? No. no. I know nothing about it, so no. It's that terrible terrible writing became a relatively successful show and that should give all aspiring artists hope (laughs) i've seen god that show is so fucking bad (laughs) 
I saw a writer tweet that says, if you ever have imposter syndrome or are afraid that you can't do something, just know there's at least 10 other people out there far less qualified than you successfully doing it. Yeah. (laughs) Then that sounds like exactly what One Tree Hill is. God, it's so bad. <laughs> First off, uh, this, this, well, I was say I'm done. I'm ready to go into the character. If you if you want, I will slide this soapbox over to you. Here, wait, wait. I may even be able to do some audio for it. Let's see if I can do. Here, this is for you. I'm sliding the soapbox over. There you go. Did it pick up? I don't know if it worked. I don't know how good this mic. I don't. Is. I didn't hear anything. But anyway, here's some. Well. The reason why that show is so fucking bad, and I'm gonna say fucking bad every time. I'm not gonna mm-hmm, drop mm-hmm. the fucking bad is because these characters, every single one of them, goes through every trauma that you could possibly imagine throughout their lives. There's a school shooting. Uh-huh. Their kids get kidnapped. Sure. Their dad murders someone. Wow. Their friends die in tragic accidents. And not only do all of these outran- outlandishly travish- tra- words mm-hmm. tragic things happen to these people, but they also all go on to accomplish their wildest dreams. One of them goes to the NBA. One of them becomes a very successful news broadcaster. One of them starts a very successful clothing line. One of them starts a very successful record label. They all accomplish their dreams. And it's just so fucking bad. You know what? You know what I'm going to say? You're probably not going to like this. I feel like I now need what? to check out One Tree Hill. This sounds so inspirational. Do it. I want you to. I feel it like might. I- You've turned me right. on to now wanting to see this beautiful, beautiful story that is the success that can come from tragedy. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> there are ways to make do that, and they don't do that. Man, I did not think this is where we were going to end up with our intro topic, but I'm glad we're here. This is the, the One Tree Hill Hour. Oh, God. I try not to bash things other people enjoy because I have people in my life that genuinely enjoy that show. Chelsea doesn't genuinely enjoy it. She just puts it on as background noise. Sure. But I have a couple of friends like from college who like fucking love it. So I mm-hmm. try not to shit on it because like, if it makes you happy, whatever, that's cool. But it's just not good. There's no <laughs> quality. God. <laughs> anyway. Are you good? You, you, have you, yeah. have you, have you, is that bowel movement of One Tree Hill past? Is it good? You feel refreshed now? Yep, I have passed my One Tree Hill bowel movement. You have passed your Southlands Tail bowel yep. movement. Both things so we didn't know we needed to do, but we feel better for having done Now that. I think it's time for us to create something that is good and not confusing. Ooh, and beautiful. We would like to take this opportunity to thank our patron, Impending Duff. He has been the OG original gangster patron of this podcast he is a kick-ass warhammer mini painter sometimes he paints minis for D, but he is an award-winning warhammer mini painter you can find his content over at twitch.tv slash impending duff thank you so much for the support of our show and all the support you've given us outside of just being a patreon you the real mvp if you would like to be a runner-up of the real mvp you can go to patreon.com slash rngpc, sign up the appro- at the appropriate tier, and we will read your name here. Thank you, and good night. All the butts. This is a butt character. You like butts. Butts and butts. All right. So it was my week to create a character, and you know what I am most excited about about this character? Um... No, I couldn't think of a joke. God, I was trying, yep. and then too much time passed, and 
Good. I'm glad you recognize that there's a point where you have to give up on trying to make a joke. Well, That's I, progress. That's see, progress. But see, we also are in like an audio format, so I could even say the joke now and then just like be like, Lloyd, I did this joke in earlier. No. I mean, I could. Insert anyway. joke here. You're excited because <laughs> of the butt. All the butts. Because this I, is a butt I, character. I, you like butts. Oh, butts Jesus. and butts. Put Lloyd, put the butts earlier. If you heard butts earlier, it's because Lloyd did a good job. If not, Lloyd... Are you done? Are you Dude, done? Yeah, now I'm done. <laughs> I am most excited about the fact that Butts. I created this character oh, on Monday, oh, so God. I don't remember what I was thinking when oh, I did it. Wow, good to know you have like just like a goldfish memory, essentially. Mm-hmm. I guess Monday's mm-hmm. more than like an hour ago. I, I just remembered. Oh, did you? Wow. Yeah, I'm proud of you. I opened your sheet as well, um, and I'm seeing it for the first time. So it's, uh, definitely words. There are words here. There are words here. So I brought the background, which, you know, par for the course. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. love backgrounds. They're my favorite. So I brought the collector background, Ooh. which says you were once and still somewhat are a collector of some sort of semi-rare object that serve little or no practical use, be it gems, spoons, or some other thing. The interest may have come from a family collection passed down to you or simply through a fascination with a certain thing. You may have even begun traveling and adventuring in pursuit of expanding your collection. You may have heard of rare items, dragon's horde, rumors, blah, blah, blah. That's the collector background. Wow. I like it. That's dope. And then then I brought a fighter because I also wanted to take motivation from you and bring something we haven't made a lot of. So I just straight up chose fighter. Okay, okay, all right. Um, I also went into the sub class because I knew you would ask, and I kind of didn't want to talk about it on the show. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm being honest. Okay. Um, so it's a fighter with the champion background, or I mean subclass, if this wiki page would load. I yeah, will tell you about it. Why? Yeah, it's, it's not loading, loading for you either. either. Oh, no. Is, is, is our go-to site down right now? Oh, no, here it did. It loaded. It loaded for me. Oh, okay. now that I went away from it. Oh. What? It just, I went away from it, and then it stopped, like, it loaded up, and then I wanted to try and go to a different one, and it was like, nope, not today. Oh, and it went away? Yeah. Okay, now I'm back on it. I'm able to open it. Okay, well, read. Oh, I found it. I have it now, too. I got it. Okay. I can't write. I don't know what that word says. Fighter, champion. The archetypal champion archetypal. focuses... Sure. Focuses on the development of raw physical power honed to deadly perfection. Those who model themselves on this archetype combine rigorous training with physical excellence to deal devastating blows. I thought it'd be cool to have a really, like, uh, gemmed out, blinged out, badass fighter. I also love the the thing you get at third level when you choose this. Uh, Beginning... When you choose this archetype at third level, your weapon attacks score a critical hit on a 19 or a 20. That's yeah. Dope. Like, that seems like a little thing, but it, it literally doubles the amount of numbers you can roll to do double damage. So it's mm-hmm. that's huge. Um, that's pretty dope. Just means yep. you're more effective when you're attacking. I like that as well. I did see that, and I thought that'd be cool for a min-maxed aspect of the character. Um, and then lastly, I brought the race of half-elf or elf, whichever we use the least, because I couldn't remember, and I did this when I couldn't ask you. Which one, do you remember off the top of your head? We've done only one half-elf, and we've done, like, 11 elves, because you think they're the most attractive race. Okay. 
That's because that's true. So we've done. <laughs> So sure, I'd only believe that because it's facts. Like, God. Yeah. Like, well, duh. Duh. I only believe in the science. Um, the science of so then, I, so then I brought the race of half-elf with the sub-race of the Mark of Detection. What? Oh, you brought a yeah. Mark? You brought a Marked subclass? Yeah. Okay. All right. What's that What's that mean? I'm scared now. I'm just saying. like, uh, that's It's a, a variant it's, within Half-Elf. Yeah, it's a little different. It's like uh, uh, technically what Andoran is. It's the, like a tattoo mark, type, you know, the dragon mark. It's, oh. it's like a, it's like it's it's the uh, the unearthed arcana is called dragon mark, and this is like it's fine. It's gotcha. not bad. Uh, what does it say? Well, I thought I thought it would make the most sense because like you can cast detect magic and stuff like that. And I thought if this person's trying to find like magical gems, sure, that it would be smart if they kind of have this ability within themselves to yeah. sense magic. Well, I mean, they had this from birth, though. Right? Maybe that's why. Because sure, finding sure. gems was easy for them. Yeah. yeah. And they don't well, have to have it from ooh. birth. You can get a, a rebirth mark. You ever heard oh. of one of those? Huh? <laughs> I think it's called like a like when you get a, a the cross like in, in uh, oh in oh what's it called when you get burned, branded into you, right? When you be, are born yes. again to religion. It's a rebirth mark. You've been accepted. They brand you in religion? Um, you could. I don't know. Religion gets weird, bro. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you told. You could have said, "Yeah, and I believed you." Um, <laughs> All religion. That's the one thing. It's what makes it religion. It's getting branded. Oh my god. <laughs> so what's the what's the southern like PBR drunken branding religion? Is it just the religion of PBR? I think it's just called Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn. Shots fired. I apologize for anyone that might be that. It's this is a joke, but. <laughs> For Baptist you probably can't take it. Um, that was that was a quick witted one though. I enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, that's what I brought, dog. dog. You know what I kind of hope. You know what, dog? I, I'm not good at keeping surprises. Okay, dog. So you know what my inspiration was for his character? Tell me about it, dog. I kind of wanted to create Ariel from The Little Mermaid. You thought she was a fighter and not a bard? And have this character walk around going like, look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Oh my god, I have feet. Don't you think my <laughs> collection's complete? Again, so like, why not a bard? Because fuck bards. I like being a bard. Nathan likes being a bard, but not playing one. Why? I don't know. I might multi-class prom into being a bard because I'm really okay. enjoying all of my song dubs I've been doing. Let's, let's pump the brakes on that. <laughs> but, like, this would be the second character that you've really wanted to secretly make a bard. I mean, if you only want to focus on the music part in this one, I don't know. But, like, Ariel's, there's still other aspects of Ariel besides the singing um, that we could try and bring to this character. Um, I just thought it would be funny. Like I said, I'm bad at keeping secrets. I thought it'd be funny to like try and really like be subtle about it, and maybe uh-huh. have you realize that that's what I was doing. Mm. But I just told you because I can't you keep did. a secret. You did, which is why my wife gets her Christmas presents like the minute I get them. I'm like, I got your Christmas present in the mail today. Do you want it? <laughs> <laughs> that's also though why you hate waiting for any kind of surprises and/or gifts. Yeah, well, that's because I'm selfish. Oh wow! Look What's at the self awareness of this. This podcast is secretly aware. just a therapy session. Secretly, is what all. Is. Um. <laughs> all right. Cool. So, what do we what do we want to start rolling on then? Where do you want to to get this um, uh, kicked off at? Kicked off at. Kicked off at. Eh. Let's just start with the background. Okay. 
collect. I know you're going to ask me about this collection specialization, yes. and I don't care. So moving God on. God damn it. Why? Oh. There's so many good ones in there. And it's a D12. When do we ever get to roll a D12? Plus, you know, we can make a good it, argument. We can it's make it whatever. Argument. We can make it whatever. It doesn't have to be some of these. Some of these are weird. Some of them are just fish. You collect fish? What is this, fucking Animal Crossing? Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here with that, with that Animal Crossing island building bullshit. No you one... convinced me to roll it only because we don't get to roll a D12 a lot. Okay. That's, I kind of hope it's forks. That'd be fun. Um, that's an across-the-board in D&D thing, though. D12s are underutilized. Butterflies. Okay. All right. So I'm. Uh, I'll write it down. Whether or not we. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry. Whether or not we are use you, it. What are you doing? Are you it's a different story. Or? I'm trying not to burp. Oh. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone at home appreciates that. Because um, yeah, it says, as a connoisseur of curious objects over the years, you have chosen one item. Chosen one items that particularly catches your eye. That's what that says, right? I'm not reading that wrong. One items. That's weird. Um, you would give up your very last gold piece. Um, under right above collection or under it, you would give up your very last gold. Yes, there is an S there. It's a wiki. You're a wiki. Someone like you probably created this class. Creative and beautiful. No, has a broken S key on their keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) Leave my S key out of that. We don't need to talk about it. Oh my god, it's affecting my speech now. Okay, so butterflies. You like butterflies. We're going to see what we do with the butterflies. Um, do you want me to roll the personality trait then? Oh, um, yeah, sure. Oof, I mean, I don't want to... I'm not trying to take anything from you. It's a D8. Are you putting any energy out there? We've yet to roll the number that you've put the energy out for, so I want to see if you want to keep I thought we did it. last week. Did we? We might have. I wasn't paying attention. I don't listen when oh I Oh, my God. I just talk. I'm putting four energy out there. I rolled a three. So fuck Damn me. it. <laughs> Okay, so personality trait. I often correct people about my collection. Sometimes I gotta be real butterfly pretentious. I mean, like, oh, is that a butterfly? It's like, yeah, if you think a monarch's just a butterfly. No, it's a moth, Gary. God, read a book. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I found this one while it was fucking whatever it's called when you move from one place to another during the seasons. (laughs) Migration? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I found this one specifically migrating on the great tree. That's a pretty purple butterfly. It's Petrus. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing Petrus back because that was the thing we brought up. What was that, last episode? Two episodes ago? That was a whole tangent we went on. Um, All right, roll ideal. I wonder... Do certain caterpillars become certain butterflies? Or does your whole just like genome get mixed up whenever you become, you know what I'm saying? Yes, certain caterpillars become certain butterflies. What if what if it's not every like ooh, I expose the it. same? What if every caterpillar caterpillar is the I'm same? All of this. And when they die, they go up they to heaven die. and God decides what butterfly they become Wait. and then sends them back down. Hold the fucking phone. Let's <laughs> let's go. I want you right now. We're stopping this podcast. And I need you to explain to me right now what you think the life cycle of a caterpillar to butterfly is. And like I just go. Just please. Please, sir. Explain um, to me. In a, in, a, in a joking fashion or really? I, I don't know. know at this point. I don't know which is real and which is a joke for you. So I don't know how I don't know where a caterpillar comes from. So that's a mystery to me. 
but <laughs> once it becomes a nice fat plump little squishy thing that like squishes into itself and and squishes across the tree are you describing and, crawling yep and finds <laughs> a nice branch to hang off of it like vomits all over itself and creates a really hard case and then it morphs into a beautiful butterfly and it comes out and you think in that morphing period it, depending on what like moonstone or whatever bullshit is exposed to or crystal it could be a different kind of butterfly that's more fun. It's like it's like the moon cycle has like a lottery mach- a slot machine. What butterfly is this one going to become? <laughs> monarch, monarch, monarch. That's the only butterfly I know. <laughs> I I mean, again, not a scientist or a doctor over here. I don't know if I need to be either of those things to make these types of statements. I'm pretty sure it's not how that works. I'm like I'm like 98% sure you're wrong. Well, you know, there's a lot of mysteries on this earth. One of them being butterflies and the ocean. Um, I'm rolling the ideal. Moving on, and I rolled a one, which is knowledge. I must learn all about my collection and what history it holds. Like, Perfect. where do they come from? What do they turn into? How does it happen? The moon. <laughs> I'm so glad that my character wants me not to be knowledgeable about something that I know nothing about. <laughs> I hope you also now have a very low intelligence, and you're just, there's, you're just this like proficient as fuck fighting killing machine that's just like I saw a butterfly one time and it blew my fucking mind. Now I need to catch all of them and figure out what the fuck's going on with butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> okay, I'm rolling Bond. Hold on, hold on. Um, if you can guess what I rolled, you win. Okay. Five. Okay, well I rolled a three, so nah. I want God to spread it. all I want to spread my knowledge to all. So maybe you just slowly learn things and you're like, oh my god, guys, I just figured out if you like pull on a butterfly's wing, come right off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking this person's dumb now, but like did you guys know that, like, a moth, you can make that bitch turn to dust? <laughs> you just, whap, just clap it and just poof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a lot of good flaws in here because of how ridiculous this is turning out. Um, I'm putting one energy out there. One energy? Come on, right, baby. Right. Damn it. Five. I'm very clingy with objects and people. This person sounds like they're not fun at parties. I'm just putting it. I'm just saying. Like a, this person sounds like a sociopath. <laughs> you know, I'm also just going to say this person can't. I'm, I'm a, I, I don't know. We haven't rolled the stats yet. I don't think they can read people. I don't think they understand social cues. Well, no. Duh. <laughs> they're going to watch, watch us roll like 12 and up for all of these stats. Oh, right. Um... Woof. Okay, do you want me to roll strength then? This is the most important yep. thing for a fighter. Oh, it is? Or that or dex, because you can also be a dex fighter if you wanted. Well, not for me, so go. Okay, all right, here we go. Not bad. Ooh, actually very good. Uh, I rolled a 6554, five, so you got a 16 strength, BB. Nice. Let's keep this train moving. Choo-choo. Dex, coming right up. I also rolled well. I rolled a five, a five, a five, and a one. That's math. So 15. That's math, Kyle. 
How about the power <laughs> to do simple addition? <laughs> oh, wow, that was loud. Sorry. Is that better? I backed away from the microphone. Okay, I'm oh my rolling. God. What? Nothing, sorry. I'm rolling con. <laughs> Dang it, this is also good. Roll the 6633. So that's a 15. Another 15. 50, 50, 50, 50. Nice, dude, intelligence. This dude's gonna be wicked smart. My boy's wicked smart. No, I want him to be dumb. Please be dumb. I rolled a six, Damn a it. six, Damn a it. four, Damn and it. a two. Damn it! That's sixteen. I'm out. This character's broken. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like anything that's going on. We should just start over. I'm just kidding. My boy's wicked smart. Apparently he's. I like them apples. With butterflies in them. <laughs> I'm rolling wisdom. The, the caterpillars God, would be in the, the apple. We need to re-roll. No, would you roll? I rolled a six four four three, so he's a fourteen. Dude, are we gonna get all plus twelve? This is twelve dumb. or higher, like this, I said. This character is dumb. I don't like it. No <sighs> one else likes it either. They're upset. Charisma, 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 charisma. No, no. Charisma is my favorite stat, and I rolled not great. I rolled Good. a five, a four, a one, and a one, so ten. Wow, ten average. Boo. Yeah. Boo! <laughs> yeah, this character's gonna be broken. I don't like it. What can I say except you're broken? Okay. Um. All right. So we haven't you- said this in a long while. So I would like to point out that. The odds of your DM asking you to roll your own stats based <laughs> off of one of our characters is relatively high. Yeah. So don't get your hopes up. Yeah. Again, what we mainly use these stats for is to help make decisions about how this character got to where they are now. And we don't tie too much to it, but yeah. And the, and the system we use, there's a lot of different ways to get stats. We use a system where we roll 4d6 and we take away the lowest. That's one way to do it. Um, there's a point by system. 10 is average for the human experience, I guess, as we know it for any of these things. Um, <laughs> and uh, from there, you can like buy out up to like, depending on the, the array system. I don't know. We're not going into it here. You can look it up. Google it. <laughs> um, okay. So where do we want to start then with uh, your butterfly collector? Okay. With the market detection. Oh, wait. No, that's what I was going to say. We, uh, what do we get from Half Elf? Because you get other pluses. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. You get a plus two to charisma and a plus one to dex. Great. Make it oh all God, 16. Amazing. Everything's 16. <laughs> that's not true. Charisma's only 12. Boom. Plus one to dex, you said? Yeah. Jesus. Nice. This character's nice. Dumb. 61. 16. Thank you. Ah, oh, this character's beautiful. Just like butterflies. I feel like when we role play, I'm going to have to pull up just a list of butterflies so I can spout off random names <laughs> instead of monarch. Well, let's start with that then. If we, if, do we want to go with butterflies? Do we want to say 100%, yep, this person's out there collecting butterflies? I've got nothing wrong with it. I really Great. don't care about anything else. Like, What else would we do here? We can do stamps. <laughs> I feel like that's been played that, out. I feel like that's been marked that, already. I feel like that's been that's what, postmarked. Uh, it's been stamped already. Yeah, it's been um, mailed out. It's, uh, it's been licked. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, what else? What other kind of stamp puns we got here? Um, no, got Stuck. Nothing. Sure, it's a little sticky. 
Um, old people like them. That's not even a joke. It's just a fact. I don't I got nothing. <laughs> plus, probably not even old people like them. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Let's move on you from can, stamps. You, you could go real meta, and this character could love collecting dice, which is what most D&D players end up loving to collect. Sure. No, I like the butterflies because I think what we could do with it is you could play with like a duality of this character's like brute aggression, being a fighter, um, and then being like, yeah, but I love butterflies, and like we can figure out why and where that comes from. I think that. Could so be cool. I, I have a D and D mechanical question I'd like to conquer real quick. Okay, dokey. If you put multiple glass jars in a bag of holding, are they clanking against each other the whole time they're in there? Technically, no. Good. So I can I can capture butterflies in glass jars and put them in my bag of holding, and they won't break in there. Sure, uh, but like you could also just have like a carrier case of some sort that like is built to have different types of jars in it, and it would. I mean, because then it's the only thing is like some DMs are okay with you having a bag of holding to start, some aren't. So just like in some way, plus you know you could also just have like a book with these pinned in it that are already dead. <gasps> We don't know if my character wants to kill the butterflies. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think that's where we should start, is by figuring out what do we think this character, why did they, where did their obsession with butterflies come from? Why did they start collecting them? I'm thinking of a movie right now. Okay. I can't think of it. I Am Legend. Remember mm-hmm. before Will Smith's kid dies, he's like, Dad, the butterfly. it's a beautiful butterfly. Okay. And then the dad, the kid dies in a helicopter crash that makes no sense to be fair um, no the zombies grabbed onto it they i thought they didn't i thought it just like kind of crashed no they grabbed oh no it's people it's people trying to get off the island it's other people that want onto the helicopter that want to get off manhattan because they're locking it down so it's all living normal people they're like no we can't take you you have to stay here and then everyone dies in it because they're trying to it's very sad that movie's weird i don't know books even weirder but anyway um where is so, I going with this? I don't know. You said butterfly from the dying child. Does this person have a child that died and told them butterflies, and now it's their connection nah. to the dying child? Could nah. There's something there. Nah, there's something there, but it's too easy. It's too easy. Okay. Did they maybe, as a child, somehow accidentally wander over into the Fey realm, and there was nothing but butterflies there, and so they loved them and are constantly trying to get back? Nah. Okay. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I've Maybe got a good idea know. right in. I've got an idea in front of me that I think I enjoy. Okay, it's like right in front of my brain. You want to breathe words. it out? Yep. I tell you to always close chat, and you never do. It says, <laughs> "What if this person's butterfly collection, quote unquote, is just actually fairies this character partied with and then collected?" If you like that, we should, we could definitely. I mean, it's kidnapping, <laughs> but like fairies are weird, and they're technically like. Uh, some sort of why are you making that face because it's creepy i'm trying to play through it and it's not working on my end it's just really uncomfortable <laughs> um but i mean we could do that we could definitely have that be the case the one thing then we would have to talk about is like okay again why do they start collecting fairies <laughs> they're a sociopath no so I, I just think it's funny like i just think it'd be funny to have this kind of darker character that collects butterflies and everyone just kind of blows him off because he says he collects butterflies, but really it's something kind of dark and twisted. I don't I mind that either. Funny. I think that's, I, and so that's where I'm again, like 
I'm just trying to get at like if this is like if he's a collector, why did he become a collector? Is it an OCD type thing? Is it just like a in, like it's about like what we have from his background is that it's knowledge, right? I must learn all about my collection and what history it holds. So like he could think they're butterflies until he learned they're fairies, and then be like, wait, these are people? These are living things? I need to learn more about this. What is what is that? <laughs> um, way to bring it back to what our character is because I forgot. Um, so, <laughs> I, so, yeah. no, so we're, I'm gonna scrap that. I'm gonna scrap that. Okay. Maybe I'll put that in my back pocket. Maybe okay. we'll, we'll do, use that for something else. Be careful. Else. You're sitting down. You don't want to break it. But, um, I don't know why this, this character, there's nothing wrong with this character's stats. Like maybe they're just so dumb that they're enamored by the beauty, well, the markings on the wings. So they love butterflies. I mean, again, we don't. We we can just say whatever we want. The stats as a, as a whole are generally there to guide us, but we don't have to Shut fully up, go into pirate. it. Pirate, they're more of a guideline. They're not really, <laughs> not really rules or bylaws. I also kind of just don't mind this character likes to collect butterflies. Like, do you need a reason to like something? No. What if it just makes them happy? That can be the answer. I'm just saying. I feel like that's at least the question that needs to be answered here. It definitely needs to be answered. I'm trying to. Think it out. They're also very clingy. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're. Oh man, I, was, I almost went like parents dead route. What I if mean, their parents were like a bug, whatever you call people who study bugs? I'm sure there's a fancy scientific name for it. Buggyologists. And they went on an exhibition and never came back. And now it's like, now I must collect the butterflies because they make me think of my parents i mean that could be where the collection started it could have been a book that was left behind by the dad that they made for this child and it's what started that collection and they wanted to continue to grow it bug scientists i know what they're called um entomologist that sounds too that doesn't sound weird enough (laughs) um yeah that can work i like that I mean, and do we want to say that so they just never came back and like, or like they got separated in some way from them um, because they went on some sort of excursion? Yeah. Dope. Or, ooh. Or, ooh, you got excited. I saw it. Your mustache tickled. What if this character was with their parents in this exhibition and I'm going to say a lot of things that are technically scientific, scientifically correct. Okay. But I'm going to say them in a really poor fashion. Okay. But I'm, I'm ready for it. There's a certain time of the year where thousands of a certain kind of butterfly, I don't know what kind, mm-hmm. all migrate to a, like a certain area. Mm-hmm. And they like completely cover a forest. Like mm-hmm. they'll cover trees. Like a inch, every inch of the forest is butterflies and it's like this huge phenomenon they don't know why they go to this certain place scientists and eventually they leave and then they've been, they come back every year blah 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 blah. what if something like that was happening in this world and the parents and the kid went to check it out and as they were there that was the moment all the butterflies decided that you know what screw it we're leaving and they peace out, and amongst the chaos of all the butterflies moving around, somehow this when the monarchs are, or when the butterflies are gone, the parents are also gone. The kids yes. left all alone. That's exactly so what like I a, was thinking. It's like a mystery. It's like a horrifying moment of like, oh wow, and then like 
some like they're just like everything was covered in it. Maybe even the parents had some on them, and then as all the others flew away, like the parents just are because one, it means it's the drive for this character, right? Because they're like, wait, something happened with those butterflies. I don't know where my parents went. It doesn't mean they're dead, but it also allows for the DM to be like, okay, what is that? Where did they go? What yeah. happened there? What is? Are they alive? Are they dead? Did they just yeah. bail? Were they like, fuck this kid, I'm out? <laughs> like <laughs> the, the, the DM can bring them back at any mm-hmm. point. Yeah. And like then that. the parents could come back and be like, I thought you were dead. They'd be like, we thought you were dead. And it's like, maybe it was like a Feywild thing. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't think we have to discuss it. Mm-hmm. But um, Well, the thing I too, like there, that. There's, there's certain realm. And also what I think, I just want to address this before I forget it. What I think is okay. hilarious is the butterflies that you're thinking about, I'm like 85% sure are monarchs. <laughs> so the one butterfly you knew, I think it's monarchs. Um, I could be wrong. I know probably just as much about butterflies as you do. But... Yeah, no, I like that. And because and then it explains again the, why they're dry for knowledge, right? Why they're trying to figure out something about this. Because, again, in this world, however the DM wants to play this wild like thing, it could be that they do have some sort of magic thing, or maybe they don't. But that's what this character is trying to figure out. And that's why they're collecting all these different types of butterflies. That's why, like, maybe, too, we can even play with, like, the butterflies he saw there are ones they've never seen before. And it was like a different type of thing or phenomenon. And that's why the parents were so excited about it and approached it and tried to see it. But then when they all vanished and disappeared, like the parents were also gone. So now they're trying to find this elusive looking butterfly of some, of some sort to complete yeah. the collection and learn. Yeah. About it. Yes. Why are they a fighter though? Um, you know, when you lose your parents, sometimes you get pent up rage. Okay. And you punch walls and doors and things that shouldn't be punched, and eventually you get kind of good at it, and you eventually evolve to punching people in the face, and sure. then um, you get better at that, and then so you're eventually... describing you're describing a barbarian. <laughs> um, I don't know why, may... dude. I don't well, know. Just, why just okay. A fighter. I think there's a, a a path we could take here. Is what happens at what age? They're a child. I'm assuming being a half elf, they age like a human. So this could be. In their earlier years or teenage years, I'm assuming then they're orphaned at some point. We could just say they get taken up by some sort of fighting academy or school or Who something. Who teaches them discipline via fighting, Correct. the karate. Yes. Um, yeah, so I don't like the idea of them being a teenager because sure. if I was a teenager and my parents were like, hey, we're going to go on a butterfly exhibition, I'd have been a bitch the whole time and it wouldn't have been a good time. <laughs> I like the idea of this character being young but not like – not self-sufficient. So I think like maybe eight, nine, like they'd still be young and kind of enamored by what's going on. Okay. Which is what gives it that, it gives it that innocence of like, Ooh, all the butterflies. And then all of a sudden, where are my parents? And just rips that innocence right out of its chest. Just give me that innocence. I'm just going to devour it. Yeah. (laughs) Going to motorboat that. (laughs) Don't. Why'd you make it sexual? Uh, Motorboating isn't always We're talking about a child's innocence. Sometimes motorboating is simply a recreational activity you do with the family on a lake. (laughs) No. (laughs) Not when you talked about ripping it out and going... (laughs) Which is literally what you did. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) <laughs> we're just gonna, that's it that's where it ends wow man there was nowhere else to go with that so they just stopped talking about it <laughs> um, so at that ripe young age of eight or nine when they then lose their parents 
they were where do you, do you think they that's where they learn the discipline and this fighting and all this but then when they go out into the world they're like no i need to learn more like finally i'm like sure great i appreciate you taking care of me and raising me and now i'm effective in what i can do as a person but i still want to find my parents i want to go out on an adventure and try and figure out what happened to them yeah they want to go the distance Mm, and Hercules is in this now too. We got Hercules mixed with Ariel. I like it. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I think that is accurate. I think that's a good way to tie in fighter. Like whoever adopts them, they maybe finds them. They go through some troubled times by not having you know parental figures in their life for a couple of years, yeah. and they're taught to control their emotions via fighting, and they actually end up being kind of good at it. Someone yeah. say a champion. Ooh. Well, so what we can and, and what I think I don't know if you did this intentionally or not, but I'm gonna say you, you did because I think you're smart. With champion and collector, they have an overlapping thing of liking precision, liking neatness, liking things to be very like kind of you know yes, this has to be precise, right? Because I mean that's mm-hmm. what champion kind of says is they it's it's about the perfection of the strike. It's not about just hitting someone very hard. It's about hitting them very hard in the very right spot. So like, yeah, that can just be part of their personality is they're very like, just kind of clean and very like orderly and very like, all of this is like, no, this has to be. Yeah. Okay. Wait, all right, we're good. like it's literally OCD. Oh dude. I'm describing this person yes. having OCD. I agree. And that's, uh, that's okay. I accept it. I actually really excited because I made another connection to something we have. Yeah. If their parents randomly disappeared in a cloud of butterflies, that would explain their clinginess mm-hmm. to objects and people. Mm-hmm. We Maybe. got their flaw oh, tied in there, baby. Oh. I'm imagining this beautiful moment of the parents and the kid coming up to the trees and all this. And, and the kid's just like, "Can I I want to run up. I want to get closer. They're like, all right, don't go too far. And he lets go of yeah. the hand. And it's the last time we ever saw them. <sighs> and while the butter, he scares the butterflies away. And they all fly away. And he sees his parents almost like turn into those butterflies. And they're gone. And he like, thinks it's his fault. If he just would have held on to them, maybe he would have went with them. Maybe they wouldn't <sighs> have left. Maybe. Yeah. <sighs> You're going to make me cry. <laughs> the loss of innocence gets me, man. That's it right there. That's mm-hmm. it in a nutshell. It is. Dope. Oh, that, my goodness. That, that does explain the clinginess. Um, and again, we'll probably also be like why they like to be so precise with everything else because they know any little thing can affect everything. Any little yeah. thing being off or wrong can lead Some to... Some would call it the butterfly effect. <laughs> Is this... Wait, do we have the name of this character then? Is it Ashton Kutcher? Is this Ashton... <laughs> do we, are we making Ashton Kutcher here? <laughs> No, that movie's way too dark. Dude, that movie's great. I like dark, but that movie's too dark for this show. I don't want to go that dark here. Okay. Um. All right. Just all right. sad. Let's see what else. Um. So, <laughs> the, just to clarify a little bit about where it goes after the parents disappear, are you thinking an individual like actually adopts this person? Because I was pitching it's like a school for like wayward boys that kind of teaches them general skills to like maybe be. A, a knight's guard or a town guard, and then he just happens to be very fucking good at it and wants an adventure instead of going into the whatever they're training them to be. I don't like schools. But that could be the thing, too, is he hates it, too. He hates that they were what took him in, and that's why he doesn't want to be a part of whatever system they're trying to funnel him into. But it could give us at least another connection. But if you want it to be a parent or individual, that's still another connection. It's just what I would like to know a little bit more about that person. But we're not here to create that person. We don't have to create them, but, like, is it an old woman that lives in the town that we could use as, like, oh, whenever we're back home, we can hang out with this old lady? Or is it, like, an actual, like, that? that's all I'm trying to say is, like, because that will inform what, like, was it just the grandma? Or, like, that's, 
Give me something. Give me a little something. I'm trying to think of... If this person's clingy, I don't know if they'd leave an individual, which is the only reason why I'm kind of swaying away from individual. They could Mm -hmm. maybe leave a whole school because, like, who cares? It's so impersonal and And, terrible. Yeah, and they could have a parent-like figure there that they appreciate and respect, but, like, especially if they're leaving out 18, it's been, like, a decade since this has happened, and they, like... It's been what they've been trying to build towards the whole time is being able to go and sustain themselves so they can figure this out. Yeah. And and then again, like if it's if it's from whatever town he like the closest nearby town, it would almost kind of if I'm the DM, I, I would like the idea of like, okay, this town has like an academy for night towns guard that grow up to defend the city or whatever, and like you can put your kid into it and it gets all their energy out. And if they want to actually follow this path, they can, but like he would then at least have some connection with those people. They would teach him fighting in some extent, but just, he became so precise and good at it. They're like, we need you to stay, please stay. And like, that could be a connection to pull on. If you ever need resources or more people, or if you ever go back to that town, you don't have to worry about the, cause he's got sway with those people in some way. Yeah. I don't know. None of that excites me. Okay. <laughs> Then is it more of just like uh, uh, a typical boarding school? I don't. What if he beats up everyone in the school because they bullied him about butterflies? That's why he leaves. They don't understand. Sure. They'll never understand. They don't know what I went through. Sure. But did he learn the fighting technique there, or at least get intro to it in some way at the school? Was there like a fencing? Yeah, program? Maybe, maybe there. Yeah, like a boxing elective or a karate elective or something. Sure. Are you so and when you he, when you think fighter, are you thinking monk? Because you keep you keep going back to like fist fights, and that's not what a fighter is. I oh really? Correct. <laughs> well, fighters are weapons. Cares. It's swords, okay, you bows, and arrows. It's, okay, gotcha. It's, yeah, like I was wondering why you were leaning so hard towards knight's guard. I'm like, that's fucking dumb. No, it's but be, it's that be, makes sense now. If you want it to be a monk, that's a different thing. That's more punchy I, punch. <laughs> Fighters, their their fists are not considered weapons. Okay. There might be a okay. brawler like thing you could do, but you brought uh, a champion. Yes, yes, yes. We're on the same page now. Sure, I don't give a shit. They got picked okay. up by someone who was going to make them a knight's guard, okay. or they were in a boarding school and they took a fencing class, which makes them pretty good with the sword. Sure, we'll leave it so up to the player and care. or DM, depending how the world works. <laughs> there it is. Regardless, he beats up who someone and has to leave the school because they tease him about butterflies. Okay. That's the only thing I care about. Okay. They have to leave because butterflies. Yes. Okay. Do they have a book that was from their dad about these different types of butterflies or mom and their parents that they put yeah. together? Okay, cool. I like sure. that, too. Um, all right, cool. I like uh, that, too, because I'm imagining this broken, crying child standing in the middle of a forest with a, just a book in his yeah. hands. And then LeVar Burton comes up and goes, Take a look. It's in a book. Your parents are gone. <laughs> and he disappears. <laughs> yep, he also turns into butterfly. <laughs> And then, that, and then Doc McFly comes out and goes, look to the books. <laughs> Doc McFly. Whatever his name is. I like how you Doc, just. Well, no. I can't believe I did that. Doc Brown. And it's also. Doc Brown. The, you're also referring to a different movie he's in. <laughs> yeah, because I can't remember his real fucking name. What's his name? <laughs> um, God damn it. No, I can't think of it. because It's I'm Christopher Lloyd. It's on yes. the poster behind me. Oh, there you go. 
Yeah, it is Christopher Lloyd. I kept wanting to say Christopher Walken. I know that's not right. <laughs> oh my god! Now I'm just imagining any Christopher Lloyd role played by Christopher Walken, and I think I oh hate god. it. I think I hate it. Mokau Bell, Marty, Marty, going look. back to 1955. We gotta go back, Marty. We gotta go back to the future. That's not right. Marty. I'm just a Boston accent. I know, right? We I'm didn't go to the future to buy more cowbell. We went to the future <laughs> to fix your parents. I can't do it. I can't do Christopher Ooh, Walken. Marty. Hang on. Whoa. Christopher Walken. No. I'm, I'm like everyone else. I put my pants. No, I can't. I'm just Boston. It's just a Boston accent. I'm sorry. We're done. It's just Boston. Is, come tune in later for our, our accent podcast. <laughs> That's a bad one. That's not even a good title for that sign back. Christopher Walken. I'd have um, to hear his. I haven't, I haven't heard him speak in so long. That's why it's hard for me to just pull yeah. it out of my ass. Yeah. Well, see, that might be the issue, too. I usually, when I'm doing accents, try and do it out of my mouth and not my ass. So, See, I have to pull it out of my ass and put it in my mouth. And again, we've invented it, or at least stumbled onto another fetish. Shut up. <laughs> Everything's a fetish. The way I breathe air. Is a fetish to somebody. Probably. We don't need to point it out Probably. when it's obvious. Well, is it obvious? <laughs> you know what I think? I think you have some sort of pent up fetish inside of I you have, that you're afraid to let out. I have a fetish. So you of point out every fetish you could possibly have. Yeah, it's a fetish of fetishes. It's Just let a, it out, baby. I'm a, fet- I'm a fetishite. Let it out. <laughs> Fine. Uh, figure out what it is inside of you that you want to explore. You know explore what? Explore it. I'll make so it. So you can stop making fetish <laughs> jokes on this fucking show. You know what I need to do? I need to have an eat, pray, love moment of just for fetishes. <laughs> just like, I'm going to go exploring. You know how the quarantine opens up? I'm just going to run around naked and see what I like. <laughs> oh, God. What the fuck did you do? I'm playing with tennis balls at my desk, and one went to roll, and I'm like a dog, so I tried to catch it. <laughs> I bumped everything on my desk. I apologize. Well, don't for do that. that anymore. Um, okay. Well, back to this character. I think we're done. <laughs> we're done. You know, we kind of are, to be honest. If you really want yeah. to wrap it up here. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just do you have anything like we, we know why they're obsessed with butterflies as a child that happened. Their parents were into bugs in some way. They got the butterfly book. Um, I think we just need the, the description because after that, then they go to the school or organization in some way that gives them some intro to fighting and they get kicked out because they beat up somebody. And now they're like, fine, I'm, all I wanted to do is find out what happened to my parents anyways. I'm going to go and find them. Butterflies. I'm out. And then they, they often correct people about their collection because like, you need to understand butterflies have powers that we don't understand oh quite God. yet. So they're almost like afraid of these butterflies, right? They're almost like, yeah. It's a respect thing that they're yeah. collecting them and studying them. Okay. Okay. I like that. Because it's scary. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess we were technically we're not done. We need <laughs> alignment, uh, appearance, and name still. So. Well, yeah. Um, so alignment. So the, the ideal for knowledge gives us a neutral alignment mm-hmm. as per usual. So I would say they're neutral. Neutral. Just true neutral? <laughs> No, it's chaotic neutral. I like chaotic neutral. Yeah, you could be. I would almost say, though, with its organization aspect, I don't know how chaotic he's really going to be. You think they might have whipped him at least a little bit into shape? I think he even just has a, a lawfulness to him. Like, just in his the overall, like, everything else we know. Like, because, again, if we're, we're speaking Ugh. to some level of OCD, again, the lawful neutral doesn't mean you're lawful to specific laws of the land, Ugh. per se hate lawful why because it's 
stupid. Lawful neutral. I feel like we did this last week. The same thing. Good guys play second. You, why does lawful have to be a good guy? There's plenty of evil lawful people. Look at Mitch McConnell. Um, <laughs> uh, lawful neutral character acts as law, tradition, and personal code, code dictates her. Order in organizations are paramount to her. She may believe in personal order and live by a code or standard, or she may believe in order for all and favor a strong organized government. Right? So it doesn't... Again, it's just putting putting stock in law and understanding that whether it's your own personal code in law or the actual law of the world, like it doesn't matter if they're good and or bad. It's just, sure. You convince me just need organization. Sure. Dope. I'm glad. Alignment's dumb and fluid. <laughs> yep. Just like sexuality. <laughs> dumb and fluid. Mm-hmm. So also dumb. Yeah. You, okay. you, have, you, have you thought of this? like pe- <laughs> people have done some dumb stuff for sex? <laughs> I suppose. Um, how old are they now when we're meeting them? Ooh, ooh, ooh! Do you say they age at the same rate as humans? They die at the same rate as humans? No, they live longer, but they they're, they mature. I'm sorry, they mature at the same. Oh, rate mature. So they mature at the same rate as a fine wine. This person's going to be kind of immature for their age. So I think they've got a lot of pent up emotions since Angsty. they beat somebody up. Sure. So maybe like 22? I was going to say they could literally just be 18 or 19. Why else would they still be in the school if they're that old? Because they've got no one. Sure. But you're right. But I mean, it, it, again, 18. are you imagining it like an actual school that is for kids until they're out of school age? Or are you imagining it's like, a oh, they're a part of an organization that's just constantly training them and he's a part of like the city guard and gets kicked out or some shit? Fine, since you're forcing me to do this, I'm choosing Good. 22. I'm glad you've understood that city choo, guard, choo, choo, you the bitch. railroad's here. The railroad is here. This is what's happening. The train. They got picked up into some night's guard. Some other fucking people who were out studying bullshit found this little child all by themselves, scooped him up, brought him in the town. Like, we don't know what the fuck to do with this kid. Here you go. Here's a new recruit for the night's guard. And that's where he's lived most of his life and learned how to fight until he snapped and beat someone up and they kicked him out of the night's guard because, like, we can't control you. He's like, fine, I don't need you. Butterflies. Happy? I'm glad that I push. See, this is what I'm really doing. This is what a good director does. It pushes their character to have the same experience that the the, the character has. The actor has the same experience the character does. So you're welcome for helping you get here. You know how Daniel Day-Lewis is like a method actor? Method directing forces me to force you to go through it. I don't think a good director forces their actors to do anything. Well, you know, uh, I think, uh, oh, God, what's his name? The guy that did The Shining. Um, and Daniel Tor- Stanley Kubrick, Kubrick or whatever. Kubrick would disagree. So, <laughs> why would you disagree? Have you not heard everything he did to what's her face on The Shining? Oh yeah, didn't he like fuck with her? Yeah, and like scare her and shit. He all constantly the time? made her feel like her life was in danger. He's like, well, oh, I got a good God. performance out of her. She like didn't act for a very like her, she, it, it affected her acting career afterwards. That's not okay. And Kubrick was just like, all right, what's next? <laughs> That's and then he okay. and then he did the same thing for the kid in that movie. The whole time the kid thought that movie was a comedy. They didn't let him know it was like a horror scary movie. So in all those moments they're like, "Yeah, no, it's totally fun. You want to hang out and just play with these girls in the hallway that are in matching dresses, right? They're super cool." And like, "Yeah, no, it's like a water slide coming out of the like anytime he had to be on set when there's a scary thing, they always pitched it to him like it was a joke." Well, they could have done that so Sure, they could. I, th- yeah. I think there's justifications for that one. Sure, there's no but justification par- for emotionally abusing that, the the actress. Pairing that one with the emotional damage one, 
just says right yeah yeah and then jack nicholson's like whatever man i'm just here drunk (laughs) (laughs) yep yep um but okay cool so uh what do they look like well they're a half elf so they're half as beautiful as they could be jesus you're dumb um (laughs) julia i'm surprised you're not making me put some like birthmark on this motherfucker i mean you probably should this is nah. the fucking marked back. What if it's the mark of a butterfly? What if a butterfly was branded into him when his parents went away? The last butterfly flies at him or... and like hits his face, and now it's like marked on his face, or it's like maybe on his back because it's not as weird. Yeah, not his face. Also, this is the mark of the storm. No, they're all there. Scroll up more. Oh, mark of detection. <laughs> yep. God, my bad. God. It's okay. Oh, wait, then wait, no, too. then I gave you the wrong pluses. I'm sorry, I gave you the wrong pluses. Mark of detection wow. is supposed to be uh, wisdom and score increases by two, and one other ability score of your choice by one. Okay. Well, then that makes my wisdom 16. And then any plus one? Yep. Make it con. Do... Wait, no, you get rid yeah, of dex. Get rid of the dex. The dex loses the one. Oh, why did I make a con so he gets more HP? I, no, well, I mean, one, yes. Two, I was just going to say because I thought everything else was already 16. Um, but we have to get rid of the dex as plus one. But you can keep it there because that makes the AC a little bit higher. Um, it's where do you want it in health or do you want it in AC? Health, you can't really gain any other way. AC, you can gain yeah. through armor and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. So, con. Okay. So then dex is still just 15. That's fine. All right. So, what do they look like? It's a you, good question. You, what if they looked like a butterfly? <laughs> what? <laughs> nothing. Oh, did uh, I delete all that? Yeah, no, that's fine. I fixed it. Um, nothing to see here. But no, I mean, I, I think one, you don't have to fucking put the mark on them. I don't care. It's a variant of the thing, and I don't even, like it's whatever. But if you wanted to, it could be a unique defining feature that's on the hand or foot or somewhere that like maybe they hide, but it could then be a thing. And if we want to tie it to that traumatic event, I think that's dope. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of dope. <laughs> it's not the worst idea you've ever come up with. No, that was... Uh, I was going to make another joke, but it was going to be a fetish thing, so... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, FetishCon 2021 is going to be great. Yeah, I hope you go and find yours. You can be joking about everyone else's. <laughs> I don't joke. I just like to point them out. It's awareness. That's what it's... Yeah. No. I feel like most people keep their fetishes unaware from everyone else. That's, that's just Hence true. the term fetish. Mm-hmm. I hate that you make me talk about this shit. <laughs> I love how uncomfortable I can make you. I didn't realize this was such I'm a I'm not power. uncomfortable. It's just mm-hmm. dumb. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. Your jokes are dumb. Your puns and your fetish jokes, mm-hmm. dumb. Mm-hmm. I think if I had one out. wish and I could change two things about you... <laughs> It would be those two things. <laughs> if I had one wish that I could separate into two things, it would be that. <laughs> I like how you didn't even just try and say, if I had two wishes, it would be that. Nope. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Okay, so anyway, appearance. I don't... Uh, t- uh, slender. They're going to be... S- no... They can be bulkier. Mm. They're strong. They're strong. They are. What if they don't look? What if they don't appear strong and they just are? Sure, like Spider Man. Yeah. Why? No, I don't. So you're right. They are strong. So they're going to be. They're also consty. 
constitution so uh, okay so you know what I, i'm forgetting that i created this character with the idea of having the um juxtaposition of a burly strong fighting person that likes to collect things mm-hmm. so i need to lean back into that mm-hmm. so the only reason why i'm fighting against that is because most of my characters are burly characters but that's okay screw it you know i've got a certain fetish you might say well i don't think this gets you off sexually i think it's just an obsession <laughs> Unless, I don't know why I try. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I try. <laughs> oh. Everyone, uh, Jake's looking for a new co-host. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, well, this, is, this, is this is a new twist. Usually it's you're trying to fire me. Now you're just ripcording yourself out of this whole thing. Ripcord? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Appearance. So they're going to be taller. Are they a baller? Um, Do they have a good uh, girl? Would they call her? they may call her? Maybe. Yeah. I think they got twenty inch rims. Ooh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna say they're not like not like. Oh, so they're like my know. height? No, you're not that, <laughs> and you're two inches shorter than that. Exactly, almost. No, no, I'm only an inch uh, and a half shorter than that. Let's say six three. I like six three. It's a good normal height, I guess. Ooh, according to an, tall people, I would say yeah. According to an old roommate of mine, they said that was the perfect height because you would still be able to comfortably fit in a sports car. Who said that? An old roommate of mine. Oh. The person I lived with last. You know who that is. Okay. It's a very interesting fact. Oh. I don't... (laughs) Hey. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I'm not into cars. I don't care. And plus, I mean, I don't have to worry about it (laughs) since I'm an inch shorter than it, so... Three inches shorter than that. You're not 6'2". You're making yourself an inch taller than you normally try to make yourself. (laughs) Exactly. It's like negotiating. you got to aim higher so that when you come down in the middle, it's fine. No, you're not in the middle either. You're six feet tall. <laughs> I am six one. That sounds like malarkey. Sounds like you're. <laughs> sounds like you're lying. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Depending how confident I am, I could be six one. I have my bun up high today. See this? It doesn't count. It's, it's Top of your head. All up here. Yeah, exactly. Hair is an Top extension of your scalp. Of you. Hair is an Top extension of, scalp. of you. Is that why I'm so empty inside? <laughs> Self-burn! <laughs> okay, so so far we've figured out that this person is around my height. Stop. They're noticeably taller than you. <laughs> you don't even have to stand heel to heel. They Side by side, this person's noticeably taller than you are. Fine. <laughs> I'm gonna say they're broad. They got broad shoulders. Okay. Um, maybe they've. It's. I like scar faces. You know, cocaine. Mm-hmm. Little friends. Grenade. Grenade launchers. Yeah. Um, so maybe they got into a little like in their training. They got a cut. Mm-hmm. So they've got a scar on their like a scar like on their cheek. Sure. Scar cheek. The classic younger brother of Scarface. Well, normally I make scar faces go like across the bridge of the nose and down mm-hmm. but that's like just so dramatic yeah, it is. yeah like, yes exactly actually um but i first saw that in final fantasy 8 so mm. what but yeah mean? like game of thrones what nothing it was a bad joke i regretted it as soon as i said it good i'm glad <laughs> <laughs> um black hair Ooh. okay this is the first characteristic not like me <laughs> and like jet, I want like a, I want a thick Ooh. black beard. 
Okay. I guess as a half elf, they could probably. Yeah, I think they're fine growing beards. Oh, that's right. You think they can grow a beard? I think they can. I don't think it's that. So they have thick, black, prepubescent facial hair? <laughs> no, I think they can because they have the human side to them. And it's fine. Whatever. It's DNA. You can make it up however you want. They got a beard. They got a burly beard with a face scar. Okay. Um, and what do they wear? Fighters wear can wear leather armor, right? Yeah. They can wear leather armor. Or they can wear regular armor, too. Nah. They need okay. to be nimble to catch butterflies. They have a butterfly catching that? Of course. <laughs> what if it's like what if it's something they can screw and unscrew onto the hilt of their sword? Oh my god. <laughs> it's amazing. So they have a butterfly net that they can screw onto the hilt of their sword. Dope. I like it. Um, and then there's like leather, leather studded, leather studded armor. I don't not really, um, sure. <laughs> uh, I don't care what the armor looks like. I'm not invested. Do you have an idea? Do you have a vision for armor? I was trying to think of a way it would make sense to have a butterfly embedded on it in some way, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's too much. I think the butterfly thing might be a little bit of a secret. Yeah. I like agree. obviously you're going to find out by adventuring. Yeah. People are going to be like, why are you like really investigating like the bushes? But <laughs> He's not going to like, it's not his personality. He's not going to brand it on himself. I would say, to be fair, there's, no, okay. (laughs) Thank you for stopping yourself. I appreciate it. It wasn't going to be a fetish, thank God. Normally I ask what, but I don't care right now. (laughs) I was just going to say, there's plenty to investigate about the bushes. 9-11 was sketchy. (laughs) Um, So anyway, (laughs) we leather studded armor. Yeah, that's it, dude. Dope. What do I, though, so I guess that's just not it. The Allies and Organization is this Knight's Guard from town or whatever. Yep, and his parents and their research and anyone else that might have been interested in that research in some way about butterflies and or just insects or maybe it was fairies too. Again, like I think that's completely up to the DM because, again, if you're an eight- or nine-year-old, you don't know exactly what the fuck your parents are doing. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. So you can have them be into something super big and whatever, or they could just be like, no, they just bailed on you. They were just bad parents and they just wanted to be able to go out and do their shit. So, damn. Sorry. So what's their name? What's the scientific name for a monarch? Okay. All right. That's definitely one way to, to do it. So I'm going to start. It's definitely so, not a bad place to start. I'll t- I'll put this in our doc so chat can... S- Oops, I don't know who I'm talking about. You can talk about chat. I'm just saying you can't... You shouldn't pause to read chat because it's an audio format for podcasts. So scroll down. That's the scientific name for monarch. What if we name this character like... Danis? Danis? Danas? Or Plexi? That's almost like Plexiglass, though. Uh-huh. Plexippus. Danis Plexippus. One, I don't think huh. that'd be his full name. I like Danis. Ooh, in Greek, it literally means sleepy transformation. <laughs> his name's Sleepy. <laughs> and he's also a dwarf. I like Dennis. My pitch is Dennis. You, you, this is the, exactly how I would have tried to find a name. And you got something that actually could be a name. He can go by Dan, or Danny, Danny Boy. You know. Okay. Dennis Butterflectus. No. Again, the family name could just be, you know, it's a half elf. So was the parents human or, or was which one was a human, which one was an elf? You can, if it's the man and you're doing a traditional passing down of the male surname, 
that could be the, the option or if you want it to be just the a mix or just what about we thing. take what about we take part of this other scientific word like ropa dennis ropa i like that ropa with the h you like what you said yeah with the h of this yeah. part ropa yeah yeah dennis ropa or locera mm-hmm this is a scientific name for just butterflies in general the general butterflies um yeah and again though if you're naming them completely after butterflies it almost seem like it's a, a thing that goes on much longer than just this one like family right it's like i think the family's done for a while it's not just this generation of it no you're thinking way too hard about it i'm just i it's like how i named dro i named dro after a plant because mm-hmm. because simply because yeah. yeah so this can be a shout out to all of our insect nerds the that a- this character who loves right the entomologist yeah yeah. yeah, that this character who likes butterflies is named after some of them. Dope. Just for fun. There's no backstory reason why. There's always a backstory reason why. No, there's not. Yeah, there is. My name's Nathan because my parents named me that. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else? I think we're good. The only thing is the motivation and backstory, but uh, we kind of have that all figured out. You want me to yeah, recap? Yeah, I'll type that. Well, I, was saying, I can oh, yeah, recap. You can, yeah, you can recap, and I'll type that up later, all so right. don't worry about that. But yeah, right. recap, baby. Do you want to type it while I'm recapping, or no? No, not really. Okay. No. I think this is the second week in a row where we haven't really recapped, because it all just kind of flowed out like it was a nice, steady stream. It was coming out. Like a golden, a golden shower. Just raining down. On the people's I ears. I hope we get canceled. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I hope we don't get yeah, picked up. Doesn't. I hope we don't get picked up again for a, a third season of our GPC. <laughs> um, it's going to be like South Park and just try to ruin us every season. <laughs> but people still love it. Um, okay, so this week it was Nathan's character. And the good old boy Nathan has decided to bring a background of Collector. He also wanted to bring a fighter because he was inspired by the fact that we haven't made many of those. Um, and he wanted to go even deeper dive into that and figure out the subclass before we got here so we wouldn't have to talk about it because I would have made him talk about it and figure it out. So he decided to go with the champion fighter, which is a precision, very accurate, and brutal type of a fighter. He also brought the race of half-elf with a, uh, a sub-race of mark of detection, which gives him a little bit of interesting little things he can also do with that access to spells that maybe has to do with the butterflies. We didn't fully figure that out. Um, the name of this character that we landed on at the very end is Danis Roropa. Roapa? Ropa? What is it? Are you asking me? Yes. Roropa? Uh, I like I like Ropa. Ropa. Danis Ropa, uh, which for all the entomology nerds means butterfly part of butterfly right like the okay whatever <laughs> um, and then within the background there's a specialty where we rolled on what thing he was collecting and we rolled butterflies and that became the a big a big important part of his whole character um, then we rolled the personality trait which is I often correct people about my collection then the ideal is knowledge I must learn all about my collection and what history it holds which is the alignment which has an alignment of neutral and then the bond is I want to spread my knowledge to all and then flaw I am very clingy with objects and people 
Then we rolled some broken S stats where the strength is 16, the dex is 15, the con was 15, but you know that's not high enough. Let's bump it up with the plus one from the background or for the race to 16. Intelligence, guess what? 16 again. And then wisdom, you know what? We haven't had enough 16s yet, so another one. And then charisma, I guess a measly 10. Um, yeah, and that's uh, everything we brought into this. So, yeah. Yeah. That's where we're at. I'm definitely oh totally fine with all the stats we rolled. The stats are diggity dope. No, they're not. They're way too much. It's broken. I'm trying to think of how I want this character to sound. Ooh, ooh, so that implies that you're ready to get into level role play. Yeah, tell me what I sound like as I move this dial. I don't how know. do I sound? Am I getting deeper? I mean, I guess a little Am bit. Am I? Sure, just closer to the mic. Is it deeper? What's it sound like? Yeah, I guess. Ooh. I put it back. Okay. Well, we're keeping all in before we go to the roleplay, which is happening now. It's fine. Come on, bro. Come on, the 3D camera. We have everything that you could possibly need. We have rooms. We have. Do we have. Uh, we have alcohol. I'm sorry. Terrence, your handwriting is so, it's so small. Alcohol, fish and chips. Yeah, I know. Okay, fish and chips. And and all sorts of live entertainment. Well, we haven't had live entertainment in a long time. Oh, it doesn't matter. Well, I feel like I'm lying to them. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm so- okay. All right. <clears throat> live entertainment. And uh, your friendly faces, like me. <clears throat> oh, bury, bury the bartender. Come come on down and, and check us out. Good. How do I turn this thing up? All right. So we zoom in from a very high view over Podcastria in the middle of a very bright, warm summer day. And we're kind of coming down to the street. And it's kind of hustling and bustling. You got some tieflings uh, running a, a puppet show on the side of the street which has a few children stopping and enjoying it as well as then as we continue on forward down the main thoroughfare uh, we see a cabbage stand that is being run by a half elf that is selling all different sorts of vegetables but mainly cabbages there's some people stopping at these and there's some kids that are kicking a, a large rock down the, the road it's, it's, it's rolling it's way down there kicking it back and forth um and then there's some horses that are pulling some carriages through the street. And then we kind of come to a stop right out front of our favorite tavern in all of the podcastria, the Seedy Tavern. People are coming in and out. The doors are opening and closing. It's a little bit busier than, than your normal day with it being the summertime. People are kind of out now doing more vacation-y type stuff in podcastria. Well, not a vacation destination itself. It's definitely a place people will travel through to get to some of the more beautiful parts of the countryside um so there's there's a few there's a few families that have stayed here right now during the week um as well as now on the inside it's pretty busy they're they're picking up a little bit as compared to the last few times we've been in here and barry's behind the counter and there's a, a, a waitress that is serving some drinks to a few people. The stage is still vacant nobody's really up there uh using it since the last person that was got in trouble for sexually harassing some customers um 
And in then all of a sudden walks this very broad, very tall, tall, dark, and handsome-looking half-elf that carries himself with very precise-like movements. So as uh, Danis walks in, he uh, gets a lay of the land, sees how many people are there, um, just takes note of the people surrounding the bar and, and within the tavern, and uh, heads over towards the bar top to get himself a beverage. <clears throat> what? Oh, good, good afternoon, uh, sir. Uh, do you need a room, food, or alcohol, or all of the above? <laughs> uh, I'd like a, an alcohol. Uh, uh, well, what do you uh, got? Well, good thing you should ask. We just started, uh, well, we just got a delivery in. We have our classic house ale uh, that's made right here in, in Podcaster, just a few doors down by uh, our, our good friend Oren. Um, and then we also have some fresher... I don't know if it's really fresh. I guess it's been more fermented, but it's like a like a wine of some sort out from the countryside that just just came in. So when I say fresh, that's I mean the cask is just just now in the. Is back. it sweet? Well, well, there are two ones. There's a there's a red, which is a lot I think drier, is how it's been at least described uh, to me. And then there is a white, almost like dessert uh, type wine, and um, they all come from uh, the James family uh, orchard, and or I think it's called vineyard. Is what they call orchards for apples. Right, I don't know. I'm not the 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 wine person. The some 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 Give me, give me the sweet one. Want a sweet? Want a sweet wine? All right. Um, yeah. You want anything to, to eat with it? Uh, do you have any dessert? Uh, well, I mean, we have some pudding. It's like a rice pudding type thing. It's not. I mean, it's not great. Is it? Su- Listen, I just want something sweet. Uh, I'll, I'll be not. I'll bring you out a little, little side of it and see, see how you feel, feel about it. <clears throat> but uh, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll run in the back. Uh, feel free to, if you want to sit up here at the bar or anywhere down at the table. Uh, someone, someone will be right, like bring it over to, to you. Or if you sit up here, I'll, I'll bring it over to you. All right, <clears throat> I can sit here. You know what? Great, great. I don't. Is that a, okay? I'll be right back. <clears throat> he just kind of like shuffles away towards the back. Um, and he's gone for a bit. Uh, you see a few people kind of coming in from upstairs and, and coming down. And like I said, the it's it's pretty good. It's not like packed, but it's definitely like I don't know. I'd say about fifteen, twenty people kind of you know coming and going between everyone sitting down. It's pretty pretty good amount of people in here. Um, so as yeah. as um, Danis is sitting on the bar, the way he carries his sword is across his back. Mm-hmm. And it's not down at his hip like some other types of uh, sword sheaths. Mm-hmm. And he forgot before entering the city and the bar to unscrew his butterfly net that's attached to the hilt okay. of his sword. Mm-hmm. So that's just a thing of note. All right. So as he, as he's kind of sitting there uh, in the back, um, he sees uh, a waitress kind of walk up back over the bar and leave some stuff there uh on, on on the bar and kind of set it over the back and she kind of looks over and glances at him and goes huh well uh that's uh quite the interesting uh weapon you have there on your back it's just a sword oh yeah uh do you slay a lot of t- 
knockoff monsters. <laughs> what are you talking one? about? Oh. It's, uh, um, I mean, hey, uh, I I don't understand most most magic or how any of that stuff kind of works. But uh, if you say it's a sword, it's a sword, big guy. I'm not gonna judge you. He starts unscrewing like the the strap that keeps it on his back and and sets his sword on the bar top. And he's like, it's just a an, an attachment. I, it's it's nothing. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm not one to judge. Uh, have you been helped? Are you good? Do you? Did, uh, has, I don't. I didn't know if Barry was over here yet. Yeah, some humongous elf helped me. <laughs> hey, he's a, he's a jolly giant. He doesn't seem very giant. Oh, well, I mean, you know, he's he's big in some ways. He's got a big heart. You know, it's he's nice. Whatever. I didn't think elves let themselves get that fat. Oh, he's, I mean, he's a half-elf, but, you know, I mean, hey, who's the judge? He, he likes to eat. I mean, that's why he kind of works here. I think him and Terrence go way back, and I think some of the stuff uh, Terrence originally was cooking, he was the one trying it out, and so he's always experimenting with some sort of new food, I think. I don't know. It's my first week. I just met the guy. He seems nice. He hired me, so I'll take it. Yeah, well, it's cool, I guess. I mean, he's kind of flustered um, because of the net situation. Mm-hmm. Um is so that, he's, he's is just that a like scar on your face. Yeah. Wow. Big tough man with a scar on his face and a butterfly net on his back, huh? You're all sorts of interesting. That was a butterfly net, right? I'm sorry. I I can't help but like my <laughs> my daughters uh, have something kind of like that, but I will say it's a little bit more flamboyant and pink. We were able to get it dyed uh, down at the carpenter's place. So what if it is a butterfly net? Uh, whoa. Hey, again, no judgment. You know, do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm I'm sure there's all sorts of big creatures you can catch in that little net. I think there's uh, a lot that's not known about butterflies that uh, we could benefit from learning about. Mm-hmm. I I we don't even sure yeah we we don't even know how many species there really are and what if there are certain kinds that have powers that we don't understand in this world. Well, I mean, I don't think that's, you know, I, there's a lot of people out there that are doing research into all sorts of different types of creatures, like dragons and displacer beasts of some sort, owl bears even. I think it's 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 valiant that there's somebody also trying to defend us from or figure out about uh, butterflies. Yeah. You know, sometimes uh, the things that are the most fragile can tend to be the strongest. I feel like that's deep. I feel like there's layers to that, huh? Yeah, well, like I said, there's a lot that's not known about butterflies, and I'm trying to learn and figure it out. Hmm. Well, if you need any help, so if you're, or so if you're, if you're done, if you're done patronizing me, <laughs> we can talk about something else if you'd like, or if you actually, you know, you said you work here, so if you have, you know, a job to do, you could go do that. Well, I mean, everyone seems to be doing all right. I was just going to offer assistance. If you needed aid or help, my two little girls would be ecstatic. She just kind of grabs a rag and just like, but, you know, it's up to you. Just kind of walks away. If you were a man, I'd punch you in the face. (laughs) Uh, And she's gone and kind of goes over and starts busting a table. And all of a sudden, Barry comes back with a bottle of wine and the glasses are oh good the whole bottle perfect he just grabs oh, it oh um th- that's the first okay let me know uh, uh, how, how it is i don't really 
All right, I was going to try some. Can you, I guess I'll keep the glass. <clears throat> and he just kind of like takes the, the nice wine glass. He's like, do you want a, a glass for that one? Over there? Yeah, actually, I do. Okay, well, do you mind if it's just, and he kind of pulls up just like a normal like ale glass. Like, it's, I can run to the back and get you a, a, another wine. Or, you know what, here, fine. You know what, here, take the wine glass, keep the bottle. I'll be right back. I'll just get myself my, my, my own bottle. And he just kind of like shimmies away uh, uh, back towards the the kitchen area uh to grab like a glass real quick and you see him kind of open the door reach around to the back and kind of grab some stuff and you hear something kind of fall and shatter and it, oh blah, blah, blah. and then you just kind of hear oh honey what did you break in the back and she kind of runs over towards there no no, no I, I i actually can you clean the okay right and he just kind of then runs back and she's now in the back kind of cleaning it up and he comes up to the bar and goes okay <clears throat> do you mind if i i pour myself some as well I mean, it's, yeah, you uh, can try some. I guess you got to be able to sell it or whatever. I mean, also, did you want to just buy the whole bottle? It's probably going to be more expensive. We'll see how much I drink. That's definitely how tabs work. All right. <clears throat> well, yes. <clears throat> Good. Sir. I didn't. Sorry, I didn't catch your name. But it was Dennis. Dennis. I am Barry. Uh, it's a pleasure. Nice to meet you, Barry. Um, what should we cheers to? Are you uh, are you out on an adventure? You look like the type that. Uh, would be out with a purpose and trying to take on the world. Is there something you would like to cheers to? Let's, uh, cheers to the unknown. Oh. And. To new, new and unknowns. Un- the, the unknown and how. The, just the, that's just cheers to the unknown of the world. And um, may we someday come to know it. Wow. I didn't realize you were such a philosopher. I apologize for judging you by your brooding, just overall demeanor. You're just so deep. Yes, to the unknown. And maybe someday... No, but... There seems to be a lot of judgment around here. Oh. Oh, but you... In my glass, do you want to... Ting. Okay. (laughs) All right. And you just kind of take a sip. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, the, the rice pudding is uh, <clears throat> just being being warmed up. Wow, this this though, oof. wow, it's could like be a, sweeter. It's like a nectar. You would want it sweeter. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I don't know if I can finish the whole. All right, well, I can keep the the bottle uh, here for you if if you would like. But uh, man, this is definitely a listen. Uh, Barry, is there anyone in this town that happens to own an impress or manage an impressive garden? Um, impressive garden. I'm trying to think. Well, there's Natalia. She's a little bit... I mean, it's more of like a greenhouse, and she does, like, uh, some, like, flowery type stuff and, like, bouquets and will, like, do things for different types of ceremonies, whether it's, like, a wedding or, like, funerals and stuff like that. And she kind of lives on the outskirts, just the north northeast of, uh, of town uh, from here. There's kind of a long... That way, um, she has a shop though. That's uh, here in town, I believe. She kind of travels back and forth with whatever she's able to bring in. Um, I, I mean, there's her. There's a few. Look, there's the cabbage guys out front. You, uh, no, I don't. I don't care about cabbage. You said this lady, this uh, bouquet lady, has a shop in town. Yeah, it's just. Uh, it's kind of up, also northeast of here. So, you know, it's not not too far from the outskirts, but it's inside the town. If you. Uh, head down the thoroughfare uh, here about, uh, I don't know, say maybe a mile, two miles or so. Uh, it's just headed north that way, and he's pointing like out into the left 
know if anything's like, uh, I think she should be open during the week. Uh, I, I, I've only ever used her for a few occasions, actually. She was the bouquet. Uh, she's the bouquet for any event here in town, but for my, my wedding, uh, and, and things along those lines. She does great work. I haven't used her in a while, but I've never heard of Brad's bring about her. I mean, does she just raise, does she just, uh, grow flowers, or does she actually, like, grow flowers? Do you understand what I'm trying to say, Barry? Is this a drugs thing? No. I feel like... I just want to know that she takes, she she puts thought into what she's doing, and she cares, and then she's smart. Because if she is, there's something I'd like to talk to her about. I mean, she knows more about flowers than I would ever care to know. I don't, I don't really know how to answer that. I don't. She grows flowers well and good. Well, I would like to go talk to her. What is it that you're interested in? There might be somebody else I could perhaps direct you in the attention of. Uh, my my wife over there, and he kind of points back to the back counter area where the back door he had broke some glasses, and you see the female that was talking to you earlier cleaning up. She she has a little bit of a of a garden back at our place, and she's always often bragging about like the different types of flora and like bushes that she's growing that's, and saying she's showing that, to all different types of people. That was your that's your wife. Well, yes, I, we were a little short-handed here, and. Uh, we did a few more people kind of just working around this place. So she uh she seemed to only have nice things to say about you. I'm kinda of surprised. Yeah. That's your wife. <laughs> well, you know. You know, you don't you don't you aren't married for thirty five years with two kids and uh, <laughs> without having nothing but nice things to say. What's her name? Juliet. Hmm. <clears throat> Fine, I guess you can bring Juliet back over here. Actually, he stands up and takes the bottle of wine and points to like a corner where not a lot of people are. He's like, I'll be over there. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, I'll let her know you have some questions about gardening. Honey, sweet Juliet. And he kind of just kind of like shuffles over that way as you kind of walk over towards that back area uh, of the bar. And he eventually kind of points her over towards you and she just kind of saunters over and kind of puts her hand on the table and just kind of looks down on you and she goes so you have questions about gardening I have questions about the kind of creatures that like gardens like a gardener like a butterfly oh yeah well, <laughs> what what can I potentially help you with for butterflies? I don't know. What do you know about them? Ah, they're beautiful little creatures that are great at entertaining smaller children. <laughs> that uh, have you ever have you ever seen a lot like in one place? Oh, any yeah. one kind gathering together? Sure, I've seen like three uh, at one time. Like uh, I'm talking annually. like thousands thousands i don't know that i've seen a thousand butterflies ever in my life have you heard about any sort of phenomenon that takes place where thousands of butterflies gather or anything like that i've seen paintings i mean i've seen like artwork done in some ways like 
in the galas around here are some of the late night like i don't know events that i'll go to the openings with people but like those are just renditions of like fantasy scapes or like this place called uh, uh um like fairy wild or something like that which is apparently this other place where uh, there's all sorts of mystical weird things like that that happen also where's that's hey, where's that supposed to be the fairy wild i don't i don't know but the closest i've ever been probably to it and she kind of looks around and is like there's a few people here in town that have some different uh methods of being able to help you transcend oh my god place. i'm not trying to i'm not doing drugs whoa <laughs> it's not hey it's, those are your words not mine i'm just saying listen i don't know i know you don't know me okay you so. can't just judge my questions that i have for you i'm trying to learn about something and you're just over here apparently you have some sort of knowledge i might be able to have and you're just over here patronizing me saying thinking i just want to get high i don't consume i don't put that trash in my body i didn't realize you were so high and mighty Jeez, i apologize look i don't i don't know what barry told you i might know but i don't think he there's anything along these lines that might be able to uh help you out so i I don't know. I can point you in the direction of uh, the art gallery, I guess, where the artist was at that painted those fairy wild things. Or I don't know. Did he? T- I mean, there's Natalia. She has a garden here in town. What is, is that? It? The bouquet lady or whatever. Yeah, she does floral arrangements usually. Yeah, I asked him if I could go talk to her, but he brought you up. I don't think he wants me to leave the tavern. Well, it's his job to try and serve you here. This place has been booming in the past few weeks. But, like, if you want, yeah, no, it's just down the street. Go ahead and knock yourself out, big guy. I don't appreciate you very much. I'm just going to say that. Wow. I guess that means I'm not going to get a good tip then, huh? Well, I don't plan on tipping anyone. Well, if that's the case, is there anything else I can get for you, sweetie? No. All right. Well, I think you said it's like five gold for that bottle. So, all right, I'll pay you whenever I feel like it. Preferably before you leave. And she kind of then sure. just like spins around and just kind of walks away back towards the bar. She's just like, "There." Yeah. No, he didn't care at all about squash. No, babe. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I hope they. I hope they break up someday. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't know if I wanted her to be Juliet. Originally, I was like, oh, this could be like a Sarah or a Sarah Lynn or something like And then I was like, nah, fuck it. I don't need to expand the world anymore and add other random fucking people in there. Let's just say, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me nothing. What nothing. Did you, what? Did you want to leave the, the CD tavern and go talk to this person? I'm not going to fully explain no. out the butterflies. If anything, again, this role playing is to figure out how they'll interact with people. I loved your reaction to being offered drugs or the fact that you were hinted at that you might be into drugs two separate times. <laughs> <laughs> like that. That's yeah. informative. No. Yeah, I didn't want to leave. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, didn't ha- I didn't have a really clean goal, I don't think. Um, you don't but, say uh, <laughs> it's just it, it it was fun um i don't know to be judged and figure out how i was going to play with that mm-hmm. 
uh, without just being like a huge asshole, which right. I think I kind of became. Well, but not just like right out of the gate. Yeah, I think you, you were. Know? You were. It was almost you were kind of like pushed to it. And I wasn't trying to play it like she was patronizing you, but I like that you. That's what you assumed, and you jumped to a lot quicker because that's probably what he well, would. Yeah. With 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 anyone that's ever talked to him about it. It's always been like a heckling, making fun of you. Ooh, you like butterflies? Like, and I think she was honestly just kind of like flirting with you. Because I think she just flirts with anyone she interacts with. <laughs> Which makes sense now. <laughs> that's his wife. But yeah, that's that's what that was my thought process too. Like once you came at me with kind of like that soft spoken, like, yeah, my kids like butterflies too. Though I kind of jumped to that like someone who's been bullied for something or is insecure about something is going to assume that everyone that talks to them about that thing is just making fun of them. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why I was like, yeah, that's kind of when I became standoffish, just assuming that no one else understands what yeah. I want, you know. Mm-hmm. No one gets it. No one gets it. No one understands me, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I like I liked how kind of standoff – like, I liked the hints at, like, being a little bit deeper with some of the just different things about, like, they would drop in conversation because he is well-educated. Um I like that he almost kind of like I picked up on he trying hides kind of behind the broodingness and is kind of I don't know standoffish just to start with anybody, which is why I think also would be interesting to see when he does get clingy because I think that would be the opposite end of that, right? It's like you're standoffish yeah. until you let somebody in, and then they're in. Then you, now mm-hmm. you're like it's almost like collecting. Now you're mine, right? And it's like yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be so like an like an evil type thing, but you know there's people like that that are very possessive. Of people, and it's not always super in your face with it. But I think he would definitely be the type of person that it's like, no, if 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 I let you in and you're close to me, there's not many people that are there, and so, no. So you're staying, whether you like it or not. Yep. Get over here. Stockholm syndrome. I mean, he would he, he would want it to be Stockholm syndrome. He would be the Stockholmer. Yeah. In the syndrome scenario, or it'd be like a Munchausen syndrome. That's where. Is that isn't that a different thing? That's a parents thing, right? Yeah, it's a parent. Where you thing. think your kids are always sick, or you make them no, always you sick? No, you make you make your kids always sick. Yeah. So they have to depend on you. Yeah, so that's not that's not yeah. quite it either. But anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> did you have any other final thoughts on Dennis here? I kind of like him. He's super broken. Um, I like that duality of the fact emotionally. That, yeah, well, he's broken emotionally and stats wise. I like the duality though that he's into these like kind of more delicate like things, but he's also like kind of horrified by them as being this big like kind of badass fighter but he's still kind of like i need to figure out about butterflies (laughs) yeah (laughs) um gotta respect him respect the butterflies mm -hmm. um and again as a dm i love that thread of like okay cool what's going on these magic butterflies where's his place he came from a tunnel how to be a fighter and that's that's more than enough to give me arcs to do with his character and then i can just drop uh instead of uh breadcrumbs it would be Cocoons. Butterfly poop? Butterfly cocoon poop. Cocoon sheddings? Little cocoon sheddings. No. Caterpillar poo? Ooh, caterpillar poo. That's the name of my ska band. Um, <laughs> I'd um, buy that album. But other than that, I think that is it. We're in the outro. Um, yep, this is over. Everything's done. You, you got to get out. You don't have to go home. Maybe you're at your home listening to this already, so fine, whatever. Maybe you're driving. I don't know what you do. Maybe you're running. There's some people that run and listen to the podcast. I feel like we'd be a weird podcast to run to, but if you do, good for you. Um, but yeah, let us know what you thought when you're done running or driving. Don't text and drive or run. Maybe you could. It's your life. Um, 
And the best way to do that is to reach out to us via the email. Uh, we have an email that is rngpcpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, send us your thoughts. If you use this character and have a story about what happened with him, how he caught all the butterflies and they turned into a giant like mechazoid transformer-like thing and he had to fight it, great. I love it. Let's hear about it. I want to know how that happened. Um, shoot us an email over there. If you have characteristics that you think these will never work together, I want to see what they're able to do with that. You can shoot us an email there as well, or a better way to do that is to join our Patreon, which is Patreon, uh, which is yeah, patreon.com slash RNGPC. And there, if you join, you can get access to our Discord at higher levels, where we have suggestion channels, where you can join in the conversation, where we even had a Patreon suggest maybe making a character based on him, because he's a good friend that we know very well. Um, yeah, what else do we got, Nathan? What are our social media channels? Where are those? Our social media channels, I think that was all one word. That was a Midwestern mumble. Um, Our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, which is RNG underscore PC. We also have a YouTube channel. You can just look up RNG PC with a space in between RNG and PC. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we're on Twitch, which we kind of alluded to a little bit during this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, You can find us at twitch.tv slash RNG underscore again PC. Yeah, and our schedule there is we usually will record every Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. That's what always throws me off is that it's right. It's 12 p.m. is noon, right? And then 12 a.m. is midnight. Yep. Dumb. I'm just going to say, you know what I'm going to say from now on? I'm going to say noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. That's a better way to say That's what I say too. Yep. That's when we go live. Uh, we record there. Um, but also, if you follow us on our social medias, which Nathan will shout it out, sometimes we'll have different recording times. We'll do some bonus episodes or we'll game and stream up there. We keep talking about wanting to have more time to do fun, like world building stuff on there as well. Building out Podcastria, learning more about this beautiful city that we've so often just described in fleeting details as we try to make it up here on the spot. Um, so, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. You got anything else, Nate? Yeah. Nope, that's about it. That's all I've got. Cool. Well, um, I think that silence was awkward and long enough. So other than that, just keep rolling and keep playing, everyone. Oh, I caught Nathan right in the middle of a yawn. Great. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys.